Welcome to Horror Hideout. I'm Peyton. And I'm Kenzie. Ooh. You know what your Peyton reminded me of? What? The Close Catapult. <laughs> you can name that movie. If you can name that movie, Close Catapult, uh, we'll send you a pencil. <laughs> we need to get pencils. We need to get pencils that say Horror Hideout. And then people go, well, why pencils? Welp, well, why not? You gotta listen to the podcast. Yeah, why, why not, you know? It's like the inside Pencils cool are kid joke. so 1999. We did send Caitlin a pencil, though. Yes, we did. You're Shout welcome, Caitlin. You, Caitlin. <laughs> anyway, hi. Hi. Well, perfect. Great talk. <laughs> so glad that we were able so, to determine that. How was your week? Um, it, you know, it was a little weak. And what's wrong with that? <laughs> boy, oh boy, I love the way I, you know, fall for that, but... I'm weak. I know. It snowed a lot this week. Yeah, it did. But guess what? What? We officially have watched our first horror movie of 2024. Really? It only took us like two weeks, but we did it. I love that. What was it? Uh, It was The Conjuring. The Conjuring Blood and Honey. No, <laughs> it was The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It. Isn't that a Taylor Swift song? Look what the devil made me look do. Look what the devil did. Made, yeah, look, look what, what the, the devil, devil made me do. I'm pretty sure there needs to be more syllables there. Look what the devil made me shoo. <laughs> I know our kids watch this, like these two sisters on YouTube, and Jillian and Addie. I don't shout out to you, Jillian and Addie. I'm just kidding. They do this skit that they're like, "Look what you made me do. Look what you made me shoo." And we like we just do that all the time now. It's so cheesy, and I don't care. But yeah, The Conjuring is it the third one? I believe it's the third one. Yes. I liked it way more than I thought. Like, we put this off for a long time because I'm like, eh. I like the first two Conjurings. I just, I don't know. The trailer didn't do it for me. Maybe because it's like more, I mean, they're all possession, but I'm kind of over the possession movies. But I liked this one. Yeah, especially Emily Rose. Like, you know. Emily Rose was freaky. Don't even. She rose the fame. You know what, though? Okay, mm. so if someone can answer this, send me a message, comment on Instagram, whatever you want to do. Let me know, where does the rocking chair come into play? Because I know it's like based on this case, but there was no rocking chair. Unless I missed it. Was there a rocking chair in the very beginning with the little boy? I don't think so. They like threw him on a table. Like I know they saw like Ed and Lorraine Warren in real life saw the devil in that chair when they were like having the exorcism, but they didn't like use it in the movie. Like the whole movie, I'm like, hey, where's the chair? Where's the chair? And when they were looking for an artifact under the ground, you know, under the waterbed, I thought that was going to be the chair, but nope. Hmm. It was like a weird cup. What are those cups called? Like the fancy ones, like a chalice? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we should get those, like gold ones, and we drink out of them while we podcast. It's such a, like a, like a vague question. Like, what are those fancy cups? Well, I'm doing them like this. <laughs> I love it. Uh, champagne glass, wine glass, martini glass. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like the slushy big glass. gold, like. Oh, that's a martini glass. Wait, what's oh no, a mar- no! What's a martini glass? It's, a, it's like this, like. Oh yeah, like kind of the. Yeah. Shaped. But if you were like, oh, it's made out of like metal and has like gems and stuff on it, gold. or has like Silver oriental patterns to it, I'd be like, oh, a chalice. But yeah, that was our week. That was our week. Hordes of the week is actually brought to you guys by. Sea Blue Red Bull. No, it isn't. Peyton, <laughs> stop doing that. You don't give out free sponsorships. Oh, um, all Those right. Those need to be earned. I'm just kidding. So uh, good news is that Kenzie finally got her Captain Spalding Pop Funko. No, I did not. Oh, my gosh. What if like during the podcast, what if this happened, Kay? 
were podcasting and right in the middle you like peek spalding out from like your laptop i'd probably cry i'd probably just put them in my pants you're like oh times you'd be like why are you why you, where's your hand on your pants and i'd be like well is that a i got a spalding is that a captain spalding in my pants or are you just happy to see me <laughs> and then I she'll be cry. like and then she'll be like well i'll tell you what ski king oh my gosh yes <laughs> I'll tell you what, Ski King, why don't you take your mama home some chicken so I don't have to shove my foot all up in your ass. Um, Guess what, though? Can you say ass on the podcast? No. No, you can't. Better edit. We don't say that word. So I was looking up Captain Spaulding on Amazon because I just like to check them periodically. Like, I have, like, a list of all the Pop Funkos I want. He is $153. Wasn't at one point he was over $200? I think so. So he's going down. (laughs) Still 153. I'm like, eh, take off 100 of that and I'll buy him. Yeah, like he's he's going down, but he's not yelling timber. <laughs> if he was even like $80, I would buy him at this point. Even if he got down to maybe even, I don't know, 100 maybe. I'm not a big spender though, so. Oh, speaking of Pop Funkos, I have my newest Pop Funko here, which is the Grabber from the Black Phone. Probably my last one for a minute just because I need to save monies, but I love him. He's yeah. a good one. That was a good one. And I organized them a little bit better. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Like you can see all of them now. You really can actually. I like the, the advent calendar one that's up on the on the left there. Thank you. I got that idea from you. Well, how so Hornet how So FNAF two, Josh Hutcherson says they are in the process right now and want to start nailing down the story and they want to get started as soon as possible. Yes. You went into that really weird. <laughs> well, your your random capital they really threw me off there for a second. Okay, oh. am I the only person that does this? Yes, I am. But I hate lowercase letters. Like if I'm typing something, maybe not so much if I'm typing like a sentence, but if I'm typing like, a few words. I just have to capitalize every letter. Like it feels so weird not to. It looks weird. Yeah. And I think it's just I don't know. Do you do that? No, not really. I have to like but like if I'm writing, I don't do that, but if I'm typing, I have to do that. Hmm. I have to do that. It just feels weird and unnatural. But yeah, they are working on the story. So, I don't know how long it will be till we get FNAF 2. What do you hmm. think? Um 25? Yeah. I mean, it took what like almost a decade to get the last one so Mm. you never know and then we have megan 2.0 and it's rumored that they are introducing a second doll named amelia so the doll shares the same code with megan and the movie is rumored to turn the doll baby face and then megan would be trying to protect Gemma and katie against the newcomer amelia which i'm like how does that work do they just create like a new megan that they're using for Katie, you think they would stay far away from any kind of AI dolls at this point. Right. Like, I know Gemma is a nerd when it comes to all the electronic stuff, you know, but why would you create a doll that tried to kill you? Right. But that sounds really good. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming this probably won't come out till at least next year at the earliest. What if it was another January release? Like, next year? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. But that was all our horror news. Waiting for Peyton. You really missed out on this one, Red Bull. So what's this podcast about? So we are doing an all things horror Q&A. This is our ninth one that we've done. I can't believe we still have questions. Oh, so excited. 
Uh, some people submitted questions, so I'm excited. And we got some good ones. Some different, unique questions that, like, I haven't really thought about. So I think this will be fun. But we've done these, obviously, nine times now. And these are just very fun, laid-back episodes just to kind of get us going on different tangents and just get to talk about all things horror. Ah, oh, love horror. So, I'm going to ask you the first question. Are you ready for this? Are we both answering the same questions? Are we just going to just kind of every yeah. other bang no, it? No, no, we should both answer it. Peyton, we've done this nine damn times. Oh, uh, it's all, all two seasons in, in a year? That's like, I don't remember anything. Oh my gosh. Anyway, if you could be an actor or actress in a horror film, would you rather play the first victim stabbed to death with an epic, dramatic, memorable death scene, setting the tone of the movie or franchise? Love that. Or the wounded final girl slash guy stabbing the killer at the end and why? There's so much going into this question. Um, first I know, in, I, I love questions like this. Very detailed. Uh, season five, more interruptions from Kenzie. <laughs> Um, so as I read this question, a few things go into it. Well, okay. First off, um, I have no idea what these questions are. I'm just, we're going as we go. So pardon my lack of answers or. Pardon my friend. He's yeah. a little slow. But like, okay. If, if money were not a factor, right? Because the way that I look at this, it's like, would you rather be the first person that died or would you rather continuously be in horror movies and then be the epic final girl? Well, that person's going to make a lot more money and have a sustained career out of multiple movies rather than being the first person that dies. So clearly the most logical answer is to be the, the person that's glorified in the end. But if money's not in the factor, I feel like the final girl thing really falls flat a lot because um, there's all this buildup and no delivery with it. And then I think of things like when you say an actor, actress in a horror film that was stabbed to death in an epic, dramatic, memorable death scene that sets the tone of the movie. The very first thing I thought before you even finished that sentence was Drew Barrymore from Scream. Yes, me too. And I like that. I like that concept because like you really don't see a lot of famous people dying these days in movies. And because it's so I mean, it happens. I'm, I'm not saying that Scream is the only one. But it's it's rare enough to where it really does it really does set a tone. So as long as it doesn't become cliche, I think I'd rather pick the first one. But truthfully, you're gonna make a lot more money off of the second option. Well, if you think of Scream, at least for me, when I think of Scream, I always think of Drew Barrymore, even though she was in it for like two seconds. So it's like when you think of that franchise, you think of her. Well, and but that's but that's just coming from me, who has only seen the first movie. Obviously, people who have seen all of them. There's so many more characters, but like me, I think of Scream. I think of Drew Barrymore. Well, everybody knows who Drew Barrymore is, and most people can probably not tell you the name of the main girl from Scream. What's her name? That actress's the name. The main girl? Yeah. She's in three um, movies, at yes, least. Her name is... I know her exactly. name. Exactly. Wait, wait, no, but what's her... It doesn't matter. You're what, proving my point. What's her character's name, though? Mm-hmm. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Anyway, what I'm... It's fine. You don't have to answer the question. It's the point that I'm trying to make that... People are screaming right now. Drew Bear... Scream. People That's are the name screaming. Of the movie. <laughs> I dare you name. to scream. Oh, oh, no. It's right there. It's literally right okay, there. Okay, well, while you're... Remember. While you're rubbing your face violently trying to think that, the point I'm trying to make is... I mean, Drew Barrymore's payout for that movie was substantially less than that one girl. But Drew Barrymore has the bigger career, right? So it's cool. It's kind of cool to see, like, that kind of stuff happen. And you probably don't see it a lot these days just simply because so many movie personas are 
they're hard to unsee, right? I mean, like, you can't take, like, Daniel Radcliffe or something, like, Harry Potter and make him, like, the first dad because you're just like, oh, it's Harry Potter. Like, Drew Barrymore, it was, like, kind of the right place at the right time. She was becoming a fame. She wasn't famous, though. Not at the capacity she is now. Yes, she was. Just when, did, when did Scream come out? Google that. Um, 1998? Neve Campbell, and she played um, Sydney Prescott. Sydney, yeah. People were pissed, though, because I don't think she came back later on. 1996? Yeah. Yeah, Drew Barrymore was famous around that time, though, because she, like, did The Wedding Singer and, I feel like I feel like... Yeah, she was a child in E.T. Nobody... Nobody saw E.T. when that movie premiered and they were like, oh, it's Drew Barrymore. Oh, my gosh. She's going to be famous. Okay, just kidding. Um, Wedding Singer came out after Scream. I rest my case. So, <laughs> so I just, I'm just saying that I, 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 if money were not a factor into this, I would pick the first option. What about you, though? It Wait, Times, it was kind of genius for them to have her be in the movie only to be killed off because they probably had to pay her like way less. I mean, I'm sure she got a pretty penny from that. But with her not being as in so much screen time, you know. That's what I'm saying. Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell doesn't really have a long term career. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Neve Campbell does not have the the career uh, that Drew Barrymore has. Neve Campbell was in a big chunk of screen. Okay, yeah, Drew Barrymore is very famous. But, but I'm anyway. saying her like her whole career from start to finish without screen being in the picture. I'm telling you this is she. She like she got the bigger payout, but she's not the more famous person. Yes, but what I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. And I'm. So all I'm saying is right now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, no, it's crazy that they used her for the cover because then people are like, "Ooh, Drew Barrymore!" Like I have to see this, and then she's literally not in it for very much. But awesome marketing. Anyway, I would do probably. I'd probably say the final girl. Because I'd want to be in more movies, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to be the final girl that they bring back, like, years later into a movie, like how they did with Halloween. Was it the last Halloween? No, it was Halloween Kills. How they just, like, killed off so many legacy characters. Wouldn't want to be, like, used that way. Like, I'd want to be, like, a true final girl that never dies. So, now to change the subject, uh, but if this source is correct, and it's probably not because it's on the internet... Uh, Neve Campbell made 1.5 million off of the first scream. Damn. She made 3.5 million off of the second scream. So literally, literally double. And then she made 4 million off of scream three. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then let's see if we can figure out what Drew Barrymore got. Barrymore scream. But it is funny because she didn't do the sixth movie because she felt like she was being underpaid. That's fair. They're like, yeah, we're not going to go above 5 million. Uh, also, Drew Barrymore may have been pregnant during the time of Scream being filled. Damn. So maybe why she wasn't in there longer. I'm not sure. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Scream. We're here to talk about horror Q&A, which brings us to our next question. Any movie you refuse to watch? Ooh, okay. This is hard because I don't the, feel like we're like, we watch everything. Does this count movies that we've already seen? No, this is movies that we refuse to watch, that we will not watch. You know what? I, like, don't really have, like, particular, like, a particular movie that I won't watch. But I will say, I don't like movies that are older than, like, the 80s. Like, I struggle with the 80s. Like, I hate to say that, but I really do. I feel like I got introduced to horror minus it, like, the miniseries. But, like, the horror that I grew up with was, like, the early 2000s. So I feel like I gravitate towards that. 
So it's like all the older, older stuff, probably earlier than the 80s. I'm like, eh, I just don't have as much interest in that stuff. I don't really refuse to watch it. I just don't care to watch it unless you have a really good recommendation. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of classics out there, and you have to appreciate the franchise, because a lot of movies have been remade, too, so you kind of see the modern-day version, and then you're like, oh my gosh, that was a movie that was made in the 30s? Like, what? <laughs> um, I can't really think of anything right off the bat as far as movies I refuse to watch, but a concept would be something like, you know, excessive child violence, because when we went to go watch Ghostland, is that what it's called, Ghostland? Okay, mm-hmm. I feel like they're... Yeah. Or is it Incident in Ghostland or something? It goes by both. Okay. In that movie, we kind of like, we read, I don't know how that became a suggestion or how we came to watch it, but like, I had no idea what it was about going into it. Mm -hmm. And had I known that, I probably wouldn't have watched it. And that's to this day, probably top three, like most brutal movies I've ever seen. And I I can never go back and rewatch that. So I have a hard time, like even the scene from uh, like something that's, I don't want to say minor, but minor in comparison would be uh, Pet Cemetery. When I was in the theater and the kid gets like ran over by the semi truck, it, it's not like a graphic scene, but like that shit hurts. Like I, I, I hate it when children are like the victim because it's just I don't know. It just it's it's too real to me sometimes, and that that's where I draw the line. So that I'd say that's a concept that I would refuse to watch if I'm aware of it going into it. Mm-hmm. I wish I could think of like one movie in particular. But I feel like I don't. I don't know. I wish I had one. But I, yeah, I think it's just my preference is like I don't like to watch all the older stuff and I really don't care to. Minus the 80s, I'll watch that stuff. But I'm talking more like the really early, maybe even black and white. Like I just, I can't. She's obviously racist. No, Peyton. Well, if, if, if you change your mind as we go, just, you know. Yeah, if I think of something. Um, What is your favorite? Halloween. Whoa. What is your favorite horror theme song? Halloween. Really? No, yeah, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. It's the most iconic. It reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of Halloween. Can you it's sing just, it for us? Uh, Yeah, since there's lyrics to the song, it goes like this. <laughs> Who are you to wave your finger? Whoa. Yeah. Remember, I'm sorry, that was Tool. I always get those two mixed up. Remember last night how we were trying to remember a certain song from like the early 2000s or like the late 90s mm-hmm. and we're just saying like random words what is the song it's like do da, 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 da. Ah, i can't do it you do it what remember the song and it was just like we only no we're, we're like not doing that on the words. podcast right now <laughs> people already think we're weird as shit anyway okay my favorite horror theme song is you know mine no you don't uh okay i'm pointing at my pop phone code. tyler perry's us oh us I love the <laughs> Tyler Perry's Us. No, Five on it. Oh, five that is it. cool. I, I do like. I love the... the tethered version. Like it's just so creepy. I love when they take like songs like that, and that's more of like a what like rappy. What kind of genre is that? Hip. It's hip hop. Yeah, and then they make it like creepy. Like I remember when we used to run a lot, and it'd be nighttime, and I'd listen to that song. It would always make me run faster and better because I'm like, I got to get out of this creepy dark area. Yeah, I like the little like orchestra strings uh, part of it too that they kind of have. Or the ha, he, ha, ho in the very beginning. Yeah. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. But that, and then I also like Ghostbusters. Hmm, those bastards. Uh, what is the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you while alone? Oh, that's a good one. 
Um, do you need to think about it? Yeah. So I really don't. Whoa. I don't know. I feel like as far as people, oh, how do I think? Okay, I've, we've talked about this in a previous Q and A. Is it the our old our yes. first house? I don't yes. like talking about this story, but um, I I feel like like I had a demonic encounter once at our house. Um, I'll keep it vague, but yeah, had a demonic encounter. And actually, it wasn't. It wasn't even that. That was scary. Um, but it was the one when I lived at my parents' house when we first started dating and stuff. Yeah, you can't say I had a demonic encounter and not tell everybody. Well, because when they we might have not listened to the when so well the one year I thought you were talking about was when we first got married. Yeah, that's and what I, I thought you were talking about. We moved about. into that duplex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like the neighbor knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, can you stop making like those sounds? They're like scaring my daughter." And it's like three o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, "Huh." Well, I've been sleeping and he's like, oh my gosh, that is, I'm so sorry. Like we, we've been hearing creepy noises coming from your house. And I was like, oh, okay, well now I'm scared of shit. And, uh, that was weird. That was a really weird encounter, but yeah. Um, but I woke up in, in the middle of a dead sleep at my house with like some creepy Jewish type Hebrew words being spoken to me, um, from something above me. It was, it was horrific. Ew, I don't like that. Ooh. Mine is like also one that we talked about before and it's just the fact that I get sleep paralysis and I think about our first house that we lived at and like you said, you had that like demonic experience Mm -hmm. there and I would get sleep paralysis so bad there and once we moved, it like mellowed out so much. Like even if I get it now, it's nothing like at that house where it just felt like there was like a something in my ear like making like alien muffled talking like I could just hear it terrifying and it was always when you left for work at like 3 a.m when you did that shift creepy af (laughs) um all right well you're in a horror movie okay yep and you are the are you the final girl boy girl slash boy are you the first to die uh the comic relief the skeptic the smart one or the killer Where's the hoe? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you little, you little skink. Um, I would want to be the comic relief because I always love those characters so much. So basically Samuel L. Jackson. Enough is enough. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what, what? I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes. Oh, on a plane? Yeah. Or I'm, I've never seen that. The enough enough for, is enough is uh deep blue sea actually. But I'm just saying like there's just like these moments where Samuel Jackson's like, like we need to band together. Like it's like a very disciplinary, like stern talk. Like he's like, hey, you guys need to chill out. And then he dies. Oh, my gosh. It's like the whole goal is like take your, your mind off of what's actually happening only to have what's happening murder that person. <laughs> Um, okay, so you'd you'd be the hoe, and then... No, I would not be the hoe. I'd be the comic relief, because if you think about it, sometimes even, like, a really bad movie, like, okay, not bad, but let's think of, like, Hellfest. Mm -hmm. I like Hellfest. Sure. But it's not amazing. But I think the reason I liked it so much is because of Bex Taylor Klaus, their character made me laugh so much that I was like, like, every time I think of Hellfest, I think about them. Every time. Which one would you be? I mean... Definitely not the smart one. <laughs> That's the one I would probably <laughs> pick. You'd be the killer. No, I, I don't like killing things. You know, like I had I had killed a fish the other day and I, I kind of felt bad about it. Yeah, and, and then I'm he like, hands I'll, me the bag do when it. he gets home and there, it's like breathing. I'm like, this is so... He's like, put this in the freezer. I'm like, oh, sad. <laughs> that wasn't even the fish I was referring to. It was the one from the one before that. 
like I'll like I'll, I'll I'll do it to animals like if I have to. I don't really like love it, but um, as far and when I say animals, I mean like hunting, like not like you know so, someone's gonna be like he means cats. <laughs> You're the first to die. <laughs> no, I, I'd be the smart one because like you said, horror movies don't exist in horror movies, and I'd probably be the first one that's like, wait a second, let's make sure every door isn't fully locked when we walk into it. And if the killer is compromised, is that the right word? If we've killed the killer, let's make sure the damage is done yeah. before we leave. Yes. You, like, chop off his head, and then the next scene, like, you, like, turn your back, and you turn around, and the killer's still gone, and you're like, oh, come on, I cut off his head. They should make a movie where it's, like, like, what is that Lorraine Bobbitt or whatever who cut off, like, her husband's penis? Mm. Like, make, like, a penis horror movie slash. Yeah, like, you, just, you flush like, it down the toilet, penis. it becomes a snake. Slithers into people's bums and other toilets. <laughs> I I'm actually pretty sure that's a movie. Um, it's it's called uh, the Dreamcatcher. You ever seen the Dreamcatcher? Is that the? No, I'm thinking of Butterfly that's Effect. A, that is a weird ass movie. You yeah. should seriously watch the Dreamcatcher. No, but I always think of snakes being in the toilet when I like lift. It. I'm like, what if? Like, have you seen those videos where the snake is in the toilet? Yeah. Um. Maybe, that was random. Sorry. Maybe in July where we live, but no weather month. <gasps> That could happen here. I mean, anything's possible, technically. There could be a rabbit on our toilet. Ew. That's not impossible. It's just highly unlikely. Um, Would you rather see a rabbit or a snake? Probably a rabbit, but then I'd they'll be sad. Like, what are you doing fun? in my toilet? Get out of my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you'd be saying. Uh, um, I just referred to your toilet as a swamp. What is your favorite horror book? Mm, I'm not a reader like you are. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have one. Mine the Bible? Would... Oh, <laughs> that is so horrible. Do not say that. Mine would be It, obviously. Mm. But I have to do a different one because if you know me, you know It is going to be my answer for everything. Yeah. Stephen King's It. Um, I would say besides that, I don't, I've read a lot of horror books lately. I really liked The Troop by Nick Cutter. Like, it's probably the most graphic, like gory book that I've ever read that and the ritual but like the troop was intense like I want them to make that into a movie if you have not read the troop go read it it's like this summer camp and then there's like this deadly like biohazard disease going around and they're stranded on this island and they can't leave because the people outside of that know that this is happening and they don't want to bring it back you know so they're not even saving these kids that are just stranded on this island. Mm. So crazy. So good. Yeah. Um, unanswered. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know if I have, uh, if I've read a horror book before. So. Have you read Goosebumps? Sure. Goosebumps. Go. I have read Goosebumps. <laughs> What's your favorite Goosebumps? Um, I used to love the ones where you could, like, you Pick could, and choose. yeah, it'd be like, oh, if you, you got to go left or right in this hallway. Then you go left and then you die and the book's over and you're like, no, 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 never mind, never mind. Or sometimes you, like, go. You're like, Ooh. oh, I choose this. And you're like, just kidding. Let me go back. No, actually. So I, I read Goosebumps. I didn't love them, but I read them. But uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. <laughs> yes. 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 Love that. Short stories. Like, I can remember the pictures of some of those. Carol the Scarecrow. That or, terrified A handful me. of them. A handful of those were scary. The big toe. Mm-hmm. Oh, the. No, I don't remember that. I just remember it because there was, like, a toe in the person's soup. Hmm. You know what, though? We have two of those Goosebumps. Choose your adventure you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna start reading those to everett at night okay that's kind of creepy i'm gonna start reading those to everett during the day 
so he can watch happy stuff, but those would be so fun to do with him. Yeah. Okay, moving on to what are your favorite thriller or horror shows? Uh, That's a good one. It is. Stranger Things, probably a top one for me. For me? For my? Um, hmm. I love Stranger Things. It's a good one. I would say Haunting of Hill House is one for me. I really loved that. So much that I watched it by myself, and then I watched it all over again with you, like right away. My problem with TV shows is they like, I don't know, movies, you can, unless if you're following a book, it's almost, okay, hold on. How do I, I'm having a hard time explaining this in my mind. I strongly feel that anything that is like based on a book should be a TV series. So for example, I'll use Harry Potter, right? Harry Potter could be a TV series. Well, they are doing that. Well, I know they are, and it's pretty unwelcomed, but I'm just saying, like, if using today's technology and where where we're at in society, because, you know, back when the first movie came out, it's a little more challenging to do that. I would rather see TV shows based on series, like if it's based on a book or multiple stories, things like that. Like it. Yeah, and I'd rather see a movie based on, like, one concept. And so, uh, like... The, the problem that I see with, like, series that aren't based on anything specific, like, let's say Haunting of Hill House or uh, American Horror Stories or whatever the second season of Hill House is, same characters, different story. Like, it's good until it's not. And sometimes, like, American Horror Story, that's, like, not even halfway through the season. Sometimes I get bored. I just feel like it's, it's like you take this script and it's like, okay, we're getting paid for X amount of uh, episodes. So they really have to make it count. So there's a lot of filler content in there that's boring and it just drags on. And by the time the ending of Hill House happens, I wasn't like, oh, I'm sad this is ending. It's just like, thank the Lord. Like this I has been this has been dragging on long enough. And so it's good. I'm not saying it's bad, but the haunting of Hill House, as good as it is, is pretty redundant on when it comes to how long that season was dragged out. And it's all because of money. No, I loved every minute of it. Stranger Things, on the other hand, and that might be an unpopular opinion, so sue me. I'm just saying that, like, Stranger Things, like, man, you you read that whole thing all the way to the end, and you're like, man, I really wish I could re-experience all that all over again. And I know people have different opinions, blah, 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 but I just feel like a lot of TV shows get dragged on much longer than they should. I loved The Walking Dead. It went on way too long. I stopped watching it. Breaking Bad, add another season to it, probably would have stopped watching it. it. It's good. It's one of the best TV shows ever just had to end that's my problem you know what i thought you would say mm. well besides stranger things um bates motel you really liked bates motel it dragged on like forever though yeah it went on but i'm just saying like you enjoyed it though let's not like this is just this question's asking us like what our favorite is and i feel like you're just trying stranger so things. hard to say that you hate our tv shows. no but but it, it does get my mind thinking right because yeah we'll have to do an maybe we can do an episode i can engage a lot TV. with that question Maybe we can do a whole episode on horror TV shows and then like our favorites and our least favorites and all that. I'd also say Chucky. I really like Chucky. I liked <laughs> Castle Rock. Like I liked the uh, I like Misery the second, yeah, season second a season. lot. Yeah. Uh, I actually did like that too. We just need more horror TV shows. There's some that we still need to watch. Castle Rock is such an interesting concept. It's like, let's take Stephen King like stories and make an alternate universe where we can consolidate yeah. all of that. It's so weird. It's like an like a anthology in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, or uh, I don't know. 
it's just like a like a multiverse of a similar story but they're all tied together and it's like but it's not really relevant to the actual stories it's just it's really weird i like, wish they would have kept going like shawshank redemption uh not even remotely scary and then it's like you make that prison part of the scary system i understand they were you know stephen king stuff but it's like it's so weird it really is but it was intriguing i think it was so unique that it just kind of kept me at my at my group at my roots so mm-hmm. next question is what is a movie you could watch over and over again and never get bored of probably signs that's funny because i don't feel like we've watched signs in like a decade yeah we don't yeah well that, that's a movie that i could watch usually when we watch a movie together i have to consider your feelings too what does that mean <laughs> wait what is that what what is the quotation we have to consider your feelings well, I can't just do what I want to do all the time. We do what you want to do all the time. <laughs> Whose music do we listen to in the car? What's your answer? What's um mine would be probably um <laughs> see I should have thought about this one a little bit. I mean I would say it, but I feel like I could use it for everything. So that is for sure my answer. But I would probably say the haunting in Connecticut because it's one of my favorite horror movies. And stay alive. Like, I just feel like those never get old. And they, like, really... Yeah, I don't know. They're just underrated. Um, What is, like, a horror movie that we watch... That we've watched a lot? Like, you know how we have comedies that we watch every single year? Yeah. What is, like, a horror movie that we watch every single year? We used to watch Krampus a lot, but I kind of got burnt out on At it. At Christmas, yeah. yeah. But still, that's every year. It's we didn't watch like, it this year. I know. And you call, you made that comment when we were hanging out one night, and I was like, yeah, I'm kind of over it. Well, like, I think of Halloween movies. Like, in October, there's movies that we watch every October, like Trick or Treat. I don't even... Do we watch Trick or Hocus Treat Pocus? this year? I don't think we did. Like, Hocus Pocus. So, if we're thinking, like, outside of that, like, like other horror movies... I could probably watch anything Jordan Peele over I, and over and over again. I take this question as movies we currently don't watch over and over that we could theoretically watch over and over. Not what do we actually watch over and over again. Because I understand that that comment contradicts kind of the question. But again, it's like we always do talk about Hocus Pocus. Like a lot of the stuff that we say is repeat information in a lot of podcasts. But truthfully... You know, we have to be kind of in some kind of mutual agreement on what movie we're going to watch in most cases, right? Yeah. There's times where I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. And you're like, oh, no. And I'm like, and then you say the same thing. And I'm like, yeah, no. And we kind of go back and forth. Then we settle on American Dad at the end of the day. Oh, my gosh. Because we do what everything you want to do. <laughs> but, uh, but like, Signs. Signs is, I, I attribute a lot of my fandom of being into the horror. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I would say mine is anything Jordan Peele, especially us and Get Out. I could watch those all the time every year i love them and i'll never get sick of them you know what's funny i actually think i i I like us significantly more than get out but i could probably repeat get out more than us yeah sex trafficking anyway um or what does they what does he say he's like yeah i love i love the buddy the friend well good cover up we're moving on just kidding what just like you just yell sex trafficking into the microphone and then you just start stumbling over words after that. You're like, oh, uh, uh, I was trying to remember. Uh, I'm like, did I, I say that? I don't feel right? that way. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. No, I just didn't know if I said it. Did. If I said it right. I know he's like, not. I'm <laughs> just kidding. He didn't say sex trafficking. He's like, sex workers or something. 
no, sex slaves or something. Like he thought that they were being sold for like sex slaves, something like that. But anyway, I, yeah, obviously I, I need to go watch it again this year. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And Michael Jackson is still alive along with Tupac. Um, you are contradicting everything you just said right there. Does your hometown have any scary stories or legends? Bum, bum, bum. So what hometown are you talking? What do you consider your hometown? Like you're where you like were born? Uh, or do you consider more where we're at now is your hometown because you lived here? I'll, I'll, I'll use both as an example. Okay. None. You don't have any ghost creepy no. legends? Because I, I think that you are born and raised in Payson. There is the Benjamin house. But other than that, there isn't like a Benjamin house in Conwood Heights or Santa Quinn, to my knowledge. Okay, I got one. You ready? The Benjamin house? This is a legend of, of the Zelda? rent. And it was way hardcore. The legend of the rent was way hardcore. Okay, you're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. <laughs> um, I can't think of any legends except, yeah, like you said, the pump house. But that's not in our hometown. I don't even... Oh, okay, where we're at now. Yes, Family Tree. So there is a restaurant. It doesn't exist anymore, but it did. And it's called The Family Tree. And it was on Ghost Adventures. And that place is supposedly haunted and they do like paranormal investigations. At least they did at one point. I don't think they do anymore. And then also Petitney. So there's a school, like a very old school um, in my hometown. And that place is haunted and they do a paranormal investigation like every so often. And I want to go so bad. Mm. We should do that. That'd be fun. That'd be be good. Like episode two. It'd be way good. We'll go to the Zach Baggins Museum and we'll go to Petitney. Perfect. What horror actor would you most want to meet? Well, I've never thought about this question ever in my life, but I have three answers. Whoa, you're prepared. <laughs> yeah, whoa. I would say the guy who plays Chucky. Brad Dorif. Brad Dorif. Um, I would say the guy who voices Michael Myers. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Voices or plays? Ah, Is that different? Got you there. <laughs> I just want to be like, oh, so you're the guy behind the mask. Michael Myers doesn't even talk. I know. <laughs> I want to be like, hey, I, you know, I, I finally got to meet the guy behind the mask. And then he'd be like, well, actually, it's a different guy in every movie. But because like, like anyone would really know that. It's like Barney. But truthfully, I think my number one answer would be Bill Skarsgård. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Bill Skarsgård and Tim Curry. I would love to meet Tim Curry. I would have loved. Ronald Weasley. I would have loved to <laughs> meet Sid Haig. But. Obviously, we can't. Rest in peace. But I would have loved to meet him. But Jordan Peele would also be one. I have so many. Mm. Jordan Peele. You know what I would do, though? I would walk up to him, and I would hand him a a banana, and he'd be like, what's this for? And I'd be like... Peel that. No, that was awful. (laughs) You must have wrote that one yourself. Hey, I have a question, though. Mm. Could I count Shia LaBeouf as, like, a horror actor? I mean, he was in Disturbia. I take this as the person who played the villain, but if you want to... No, know. it could be anybody in horror. It could be a final girl. I would love to meet Shawnee Smith, which is funny because I can't stand Amanda's character in Saw until we saw Saw 10. But I would love to meet her. Like, all of the interactions that I see with her and fans, like, at different conventions, she just looks so chill. Yeah. Like, she looks so cool. I love that. Um, Javier Botet, Botet. Oh yeah, his name. Javier Botet. Well, he's like the contortist, contortist that does like a lot of scary movies. Hmm. Like he was the Crooked Man. He played. Did he play Mama, or am I just thinking that? 
he did the woman on it remember the creepy like picture lady um there's just so many movies that he did it's so cool to meet him because he's done so many things but anyway i could meet everybody i'd be so pumped oh my gosh freaking 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 christine elise mccarthy i would love to meet her from Child's Play, um, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Remember I fangirled so hard when she shared my stuff? Mm-hmm. My, like, picture? I'm like, oh, my gosh. You're like, is it just... Never mind. What? Say, what? Is it just what in here or is it just me? Oh, my gosh. What are your five dream Pop Funkos if price wasn't a factor? I'm going to... I'm going to... You I'm, can do non-horror because... I'm going to rephrase this question because okay. either you wrote this question or I Caitlin did. did. I did. You totally did. <laughs> because I wanted you to talk about it. You freaking Lant Liquor. I knew it. I was like, literally... That wasn't me. That was Literally Patricia. nobody would have wrote this question for you aside from Caitlin. And uh, missed opportunity, Caitlin, if no, you're No, I feel but... like Dana would have wrote this question over Caitlin because Dana is really into Pop Funkos, but it was me. Hmm. Um, I... I don't know if I really have an interest in collecting Pop Funkos, um, but I, I'm i just looking at, at your collection right now. I thoroughly enjoy seeking them out for you. Like, it's it's like part of like a, it's like a small hobby for me to find them for you. And, and we like, get so excited. Yeah. And like, you know, then watch your collection build. But I don't, I don't see myself collecting like Disney ones or video game ones. I, I'd imagine that if I were to go outside the box a little bit, I would collect some from the Halo franchise because I'm a huge Halo fan. Um, what about Stranger Things? Yeah, nope. I, I want Eddie. But that's the thing. Like, it, it becomes like this. Like, you, you, you have this controlled system. Like, yours are all horror related. Uh, there are other people that are like, I want horror, Disney, Star Wars, and it's like this overwhelming collection. And I get it. Some people are into that. That's that's totally fine but like that's that's way too overwhelming for me i may find myself more interested in like the football world and stuff but there just isn't a lot of great nfl pop funkos out there you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like a lot of the and like and maybe a lot of our this probably doesn't really relate to a lot of our listeners because i I don't know how many like football fans are out there but for example uh Le'Veon bell who was you know one of the reputable running backs for the Pittsburgh Steelers, his Pop Funko is literally him in a Jets uniform. He literally uh, got traded off the the team that got him famous in the first place, and he became a nobody on the New York Jets. So then you collect this Pop Funko, and it's like, why why are they trying to keep up with the times? Like, maybe choose the team that this person was reputable for. Like, maybe they need to be on it a certain amount of time. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, there, there are some famous people that played for multiple teams, like Tom Brady. Like, it makes sense that there's a Tom Brady on the Patriots, and there's a Tom Brady on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But don't pick, like, players that had really good seasons back-to-back for, you know, a few seasons, and then... You know, and then pick them on a team that literally has a zero winning record. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. So I have one Pop Funko. It's a Nodell Beckham Jr. who uh, used to be a New York Giant. You know, then he hit the Super Bowl that he won was with the L.A. Rams. And then now he's with the Baltimore Ravens. So to make the short and sweet, uh, like Patrick Mahomes, uh, Lawrence Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Eli Manning, um, Josh Allen, I mean, there's a lot of football players that I, I could really uh, love, but I just I just don't think that Pop Funko's really done much in the NFL world. They, they've only done it a little bit, but that's a very complex answer that's probably not interesting to most people. 
he doesn't even go here. I'm just kidding. Um, mine. Captain let's see, Spalding. Let's see, let's see if you can guess mine. Professor Mittens. No, Captain Spalding. Okay, Captain Spalding. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like there is a missing character from oh, Killer yes. Clowns. Oh, yeah, I have those, but that's not, like, what I'm, like, anxious about. So this is what I would say. I would say Captain Spaulding and then Jason from Us because it's the last one that I need. And he's probably the most expensive out of all the ones that I have of the Us section. Then I would say Billy the Puppet from Saw. I want Richie Tozier from It. He'd be like, I'd have my top three Loser Club members if I got him. How many do I have? One more? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, ooh, Frankenfurter. Really? Not a single FNAF character made it onto that list. Well, I want the FNAF ones, but those are like the ones that are really pricey. These ones that I'm saying that I want really bad, but it's going to take me longer to get them. Like they're either going to have to drop in price or I'm going to have to splurge. But those are like my top five that I want. Like if I could have them right now, I would order those five. Well, that was exciting. Yeah, but if I could have those five, definitely. Definitely. Uh, You in the movie theaters or streaming now? Okay, so I feel like I'd say streaming because I really, really, really love watching... Like bananas? What? Nothing, I'm just kidding. I really love watching movies with you at home and just getting all cozy, and then you have access to all the snacks whenever you want, um, and you can be in your comfy clothes, but... Like, every time we do go to a movie theater, I, like, just get that very nostalgic feeling of just going to the movies. It just feels good. Yeah, like, I love spending $10 on one drink. Oh, my gosh. We hardly buy concessions. But I would say movies for movies that I really, really, really want to see and I don't want to wait for them to come out. So, like, Saw or, like, FNAF, even though we watch FNAF on Peacock, but... Uh, just like big movies like that, like I want to see in theaters, but everything else, like I'd rather watch movies at home. Yeah, I, I, I agree with this. I mean, it really is 50 50. I'd say high budget movies are best for the theater. And then uh, and when I say high budget, I'm talking like like it, like the whole world wants to see this movie or like a quiet place. Yeah, that was a good one at theaters. Definitely. Um, But they both have their trade offs. You cannot possibly persuade me and I don't even try to get me to believe that any of these current little things that the movie theater is doing, like you pay X amount of dollars a month and you get the free ticket, the free ticket rolls over, cheaper concessions. You cannot possibly persuade me to believe that that the ends justify the means on the ridiculous concession prices. No. Like popcorn costs them cents per product and we're paying, you know, $5 per popcorn bag. Like, come on, bro. Like that has been the biggest scam for the longest time. And I'm actually glad that movie theaters are dying because what goes around comes around on the flip side though. I've heard this rumor. I don't know if this is true and it probably takes a very little amount of research to know this. Um, but I've heard that in Canada, they actually have a law that restricts as many streaming platforms as America offers. So like, you know, a movie comes out and it's like, Oh, I got that peacock for this one or HBO max for this one. Or, you know, uh, Whatever the other ones are, you know, like Hulu, Netflix, I I believe that uh, Canada kind of like limits how much there could be there. So maybe that means they don't get to see those movies. But it that's kind of the hard thing about streaming is you're kind of always just wondering, well, what streaming service is going to come to? Do I have to take a temporary subscription just to watch the one movie that I want? Maybe it only came out to streaming services. 
That's why I miss when it was just Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. Ooh, that was all. So it's like you go from one scam to the other, but... Um, well, then you got, like, out of country. So I've been doing a lot of, like, horror movies to watch on Tubi on my TikTok or, like, Netflix or Hulu. But then I have people commenting and they're like, I don't see this on Netflix. And then I find out that they're in a different country. And yeah. so it's different everywhere mm-hmm. you go. Absolutely. So, I mean, like I said, it really is 50-50. There are trade-offs. Like, I really valued that we were able to see uh, FNAF on Peacock because Ellie wanted to see it, but she thought it would be too scary to go to the theater. And then when we learned it was on Peacock, it was just cheaper and way more effective. We were able to go get our own treats and snacks and popcorn to watch the movie and stuff. And I love that. I thought that was a great time. But, you know, like Megan would have been better for streaming for me personally, where A Quiet Place or It, It Chapter 2 were great theater experiences. I love that. So, that was so fun. And they were handing out posters. Yeah, and... It really just depends on the movie. And, and then at theaters, it's like you never know if you're going to be in a theater with like a bunch of like youngins who are going to be yeah yelling and screaming over stupid stuff or talking or kicking I, your chair oh i know well then like the annoying girl in a quiet place it's like the quietest movie ever and you have like like teenage girls like not sitting you know. their ass down yeah yeah i love movie theaters making tiktoks in the middle of the damn theater <laughs> but i do like being at home and watching movies and especially because sometimes we'll watch like two movies in a row you know mm-hmm. or if you hate a movie which we don't really ever DNF anything, but if we do, we can stop the movie and then turn something else on. What is a popular movie that you didn't like? Hmm. Maybe something that was like like very like everybody else liked, but I know didn't. I'm trying to think of like popular like I got one. What I would say X. Everybody was so freaking balls deep for this movie. Which like one's X? Like, I don't even remember. It's with Mia Goth. And then it has Jenna Ortega. Remember they go to that, like, house, and there's that, like, old couple there? And Mia Goth plays the older lady, too. And then they're just all kind of killed off. Oh, um, that's a popular movie? Oh, everybody freaking loved that one. Hmm. But I didn't, I don't know. I think it's just, it was so overhyped that I went in it to it thinking... I think Jenna Ortega's overhyped. I agree. I, I, I feel like there's some, like, natural pedophilia there. I don't know why. I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm saying how I feel it. I'm not saying I feel that way. Season five, more interruptions. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> some weird, quirky, like, unnecessary bullshit that goes on with that girl. Yes. But what I'm saying is I think I just went in with very high expectations. And then when we watched it, I was like, this is not as good as everybody's making it seem. I don't know. We still got to watch Pearl. And then we got to watch Maxine when it comes out. But yeah, I just like wasn't super hyped about it. Perfect. Mine's FNAF. Uh, I will spare you the reasons for it because I've only explained it every episode for the last (laughs) six episodes. Go listen to our FNAF spoiler review. Or any of the last six episodes, and I'm sure there's some comments in there. What horror movie do you wish you could watch for the first time all over again? Ooh, us. 100% us because it was just, like, mind-blowing and, like, piecing things together and then watching it the second time all over and then, like, getting a whole different experience. That was probably one of the funnest experiences that I had watching a movie. Does it have to be a movie for this question? I know you said movie, Are but... Are you thinking, like, a show? Yeah. Stranger Things? Yeah. I, I would it. love to re-experience Stranger Things all over again. Especially the last season. Like, more... Like, I, I would rather watch that and re-experience that than the five best movies I've ever seen put together. Well, me and Peyton are the type of people that, like, last season of Stranger Things, we watched that season... And then it ends, and we're sad that it's over, so we just go rewatch the whole 
series all over again. Mm-hmm. We've done that at least ev- after every single season too. Instead of just being like, oh, the new season's coming out. Let's start from season one. It's like, nope, we're going to watch all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like kind of recently-ish, like at the, it was sometime last year. Do you remember I watched like, I think it was the third season or the second season or something. I might have started at the third and I watched the third and the fourth and then I'm like, well, great. Now I got to go back and watch the first and second and then I just watched the third and fourth again. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have your house built on an ancient burial ground or live next to a creepy abandoned asylum? Would I rather live in a house built on an ancient burial ground or live next to a creepy abandoned asylum? I would rather live on the ancient burial ground. Why? Because the only... Well, technically we do right now. Yeah, well, I mean, but most people probably do and don't even realize it, but uh, the only thing more creepy than, you know, when you think of abandoned asylums, you think of, like, crazy people that died and they're, like, haunted and stuff. I think of squatters, like, homeless people, like, people who actually are physically here that could harm you or break into your house, like, squatters that are on meth or bath salts or something, you know, like, ready to eat your face off. Yeah. But, yeah, that's probably what I would rather choose. Oh... I'd probably choose the creepy abandoned asylum. I would just never go over there and I'd never look at it. Mm. And I'd probably be terrified. I'd probably pick that. Fair enough. Uh, what is your favorite horror comedy? I would say Ready or Not. I loved that movie so much because it's like a horror comedy, but it's like subtle comedy, mm-hmm. you know? And you have a lot of anxiety the entire time for her. So I just love that one. And, like, the whole ending is just great. Maybe The Babysitter. I don't know. I love The Babysitter. I feel like I feel like I really don't know the answer to that, but that's the one that came up immediately, so. Pretty much anything Subject Samara to change leaving. before the end of this. Probably The Babysitter. I love The Babysitter. Do you remember that horror comedy we watched that was, like, a low budget? It was um, Murder Party. Oh, yeah. That one was funny, too. But I wouldn't count that as my favorite, but that just popped into my head. I was. like, It was, it was just, yeah. 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 I agree. Um, what is a movie you can't stop recommending? So people are like, what's a good horror movie to watch? What is like your go-to? Hmm. That is, maybe isn't mainstream. What is a movie that you can't stop? I got mine. Okay. Mine would be, it's more of a horror thriller, but it is Rent-A-Pal. I cannot stop recommending. It's a good one. That, Circle, I like, I don't know why I can't stop recommending Circle. Even though it's not like anything crazy. It's not like gory, but I just feel like. I love the psychological stuff. And Eden Lake. Can't stop recommending Eden we, Lake. We talk about Eden Lake a lot. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, it felt like the first couple seasons, we just nonstop talked Saw. And then we saw Eden Lake. And then it was like, we only talked about that. Because that movie legitimately stressed us to our core. I know. And we haven't watched it since. Hmm. I don't, I don't really know, I guess. Uh, I feel like. I, I often recommend movies consistently, but like right after I watch them and then, then, then we watch another movie that's kind of good, exceeds our expectations. We kind of keep that going. I so. feel like for a while you were recommending Apostle. Yeah. To people. Yeah. I, I don't think I've done that in almost a year, but. I just remember you recommending that to people and I'm like, like that one is so different. Like we loved it, but I'm like, that one's very hit and miss. Like if you're in, but the other because it's like a period piece and I usually don't like those older like movies that take place in an older time but I liked that one mm-hmm. I think Red Pal was a great suggestion like that, so good. if somebody's like I want to watch a movie that I just like that isn't popular B-rated 
or B-listed, whatever. And like, I don't know. I, I really feel like that's a great movie. The thing that I liked about Rent-A-Pal is the fact that me and you went into it with like, we didn't even watch the trailer. We just like were recommended it. I don't even think we were recommended that one. We just saw it and we're like, let's watch this. Sure. And we watched it. And I just love how we didn't know. Is this like a psychological movie? Is this a supernatural movie? Like we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so it just made it really like exciting because then we had no idea what to expect. Totes. Um, what is your favorite psychological thriller? I don't know if it's my favorite, but um, what's the one where they do the drug? Oh, yes. Um, With Thomas. What is that? Why can I Flashback. not think right now? Flashback. Um, I feel like we just watched one recently that really blew my mind, but flashback. What was the one we watched that just blew your mind? Like, what was it about? I don't remember. You kidding me? Older Gods? No. I would say my favorite, obviously, Rent a Pal, but we just talked about that. But another one is Don't Tell a Soul. I loved that one so much. That's another one that I can't stop recommending to people, too. Don't Tell a Soul is an amazing psychological thriller. And it's one of those movies that has a twist on top of a twist on top of a twist. So you're just going to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And the final question is, what do you think the creepiest haunted object is? Um, probably Annabelle. Hmm. That's a good one. Mine would be probably the Dybbuk box from The Possession. The Dig box? Dybbuk. Oh. Just because... Like, anything that has to does with, like, possession. I guess Annabelle has to do with possession, too. But the possession movie was so terrifying that just, like, thinking about that. And the Dybbuk box is, is so scary because it's at Zach Baggins Museum. And he's had to put it in, like, a glass box locked. And then it has, like, the salt around it and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Terrifying. The other haunted object that I was going to say is um, Peggy the doll. Mm-hmm. Because if Good old you, Peggy. Yeah, and she's a Zach Baggins too, but if you look at pictures of her or anything, like something bad will happen to you. They should just make like a And like, Robert. They should make like a haunted sex doll movie. Like every time somebody <laughs> has sex with it, they get like possessed and then they die. And can they name it like something Peggy? Like Patricia. Be like you wanna get some Peggy. <laughs> Peg Peggy. Patricia the sex doll. No. Uh the the but just sorry, uh I know that was the final question, but to take it back to the previous question, the psychological thriller movie that I forgot about was Exam. <gasps> I loved Exam so I knew much. I knew it was recent. And we just talked about that. Exam yeah. is really good. Another one that will make you think. You know what another good psych... We have, okay, me and Peyton really love psychological thrillers. We need to do a whole episode again. It's hard. Be- yeah, and it's hard for us because I feel like people probably don't agree with us oh, I love all the time. Them. Past well, that, that it counts as horror is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and I know that we've deciphered this and we've concluded that it is, but it's, you know, you're, you're, you're never always going to get people persuaded on that. So that's always a tough subject. It's the most controversial one to talk about. I get that at least once a day on my TikTok. And I've just come to the conclusion it's easier just to say everybody has their own opinion and that is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Smiley face. Um, You know what another good psychological thriller is? What? Nine Dead. Oh, yeah. that And Circle. I feel like Circle and Nine Dead are very similar in a way, except Nine Dead is the more, like, gory Circle. Sure. And it's only nine people versus 50. But they're, like, kind of very similar. I feel like we started... I feel like we watched Nine Dead and Circle 
in the when we first really started getting into this. Um, well, I watched Nine Dead back before I met you, or back when we like like forever ago. Yeah, and it's one that I kind of go back to every few years. That and Would You Rather, like I'll go back to those ones every so often, and I have to just watch them again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are all really good. Um, that was the end. Oh my gosh. Wait, have we actually done a full podcast on psychological thriller? I feel like we have. I We might have. No, we did one that is horror movies that mess with your mind, which is, we did a lot of psychological thrillers in that. We'll have to go back and listen to that, um, and then, and then no, no, engage. But, no, but that one was more, like, I remember the movies we talked about. It was, like, movies that mess with your mind that it, like, ends, and you're, like, it kind of hurts your brain. So we did, like... Stuff like Flashback and Absentia and Don't Worry Darling, like stuff that kind of like you have to think like into the tall grass. But like, I think we should do an episode on psychological thrillers because we haven't done that and like talk about movies like Rent-A-Pal and all of that. But Mm -hmm. we can discuss that later. So that was our all things horror Q&A. Number nine. Yes, thanks to anybody who submitted questions. Like, it really helps us because I try to think of new questions that we haven't done. And so then when people send questions, then it it just helps. I need to start doing this, like, way more in advance and just start collecting them. Well, especially if you're kind of newer to listening to this podcast. Like, if you just discovered this and you're, you know, you've made it this far into it, like, get engaged with us and, you know, chat these questions we, we'd love for you i mean so, some listeners are you know relatively true to being you know a fan of the podcast and we appreciate everybody but we want new people to be engaged as well so you know don't be afraid to reach out to us and be like here's a good question that i don't think you've asked and if you think that we've asked it on previous podcasts you do not have to do your due diligence just ask the question anyway yes because i'm sure we've repeated questions before But head over to our Instagram. I have it in the episode description and let us know what, what is a good question? What is a good question? What is is a great question? The question. What is the answer? Um, I would say, how about, I'm going to randomly select one. What horror movie do you wish you could watch for the first time all over again? Mm. Go answer that question and let us know. It could be, it could be a TV show too. True. But that was that. That was that. Everybody have an awesome Tuesday. Stay warm. Stay dry. None of that wet nonsense. Whoa. And with that being said. Cue outro music. <laughs>